We're back. Here again. Here we are. <clears throat> As in olden days. <clears throat> yeah. I get knocked down, but I get up again. And never going to stop me from making a podcast pilot. That's that's exactly right. This this is there's nothing guaranteed. Yeah. I it it sucks having to confront your failures week in week out. I'm big on Brushing things under the rug. Just sweep sweep it all up. Yep. Just a giant dirty hairball under the rug. Just a bunch of dead mice. Then I'm out of the trap. Sweep that under the rug. Set the trap again. Ready to go. Keep the trap under the rug. The rug is <laughs> elevating three feet. In they, the air. They try to liberate their kinfolk so that they could uh, bury them as per their religious beliefs. And there that trap is. That's that's the problem with the rug from Aladdin. You just keep sweeping stuff under it and it's just floating around. Yeah, it keeps getting back. <laughs> you can't keep it down either. You keep trying to eat moves. You sweep more dust. And the next thing you know, Sahara Desert. <laughs> That's how the Sahara Desert got started. People just kept trying to get dirt under that rug. <laughs> you did a good job giving that rug a personality. I feel yeah. like you could have a beer with that rug. You you know that's that's you know what we call that electability. <laughs> Rug for president. <laughs> Rug 2020. Oh, and I'm sorry to announce that it looks like the rug has started taking money from uh, a company that makes uh, oil out of child blood. <laughs> Rug's gonna rug. <laughs> Sweep it under itself. <laughs> He's got his little tassel, just sweeping that, <laughs> trying to hide it behind the podium. Just a big pile of cash. It says blood, blood for oil money. <laughs> uh, uh, folks, we're back at it again. We don't have a podcast. Let's just jump right into this. We've got some corrections to make. <sighs> I thought that this would come right in on the words. This is our... This is our corrections. I'm sorry. So Folks, we've got some corrections to make here. Um, in a previous episode, it's been brought to our attention that um, uh, AJ said, What's that monster mouth in the desert? And I said, the Sarlacc. 
But um, it turns out that that was incorrect. We were talking. Uh, we we were referring to Sheriff Joe Arpaio. <laughs> <laughs> also, not not exactly a correction, but I wanted to uh, an update here. Um, <clears throat> on a previous episode, we talked about uh, the episode, the animated episode of Batman, where Batman fights the Minotaur. And the Minotaur does indeed make Batman solve a riddle to uh, to save uh, a billionaire who the Riddler is mad at. Also, I don't know. I sent you the clip. Did you? Did yes, you? I did watch it. It's a there's a flying hand, a big yellow hand that Batman uh, jumps onto, and. Um, then he uh, cuts it open and reprograms it so it turns into a little plane that he can fly around. Yes. And there's another uh, shocking thing about that is that Robin is like, I know where he is. He's at the at the maze at the old theme park or something like that. And then they have this giant maze called the Maze of the Minotaur. And at one point, Robin says to Batman, he says... No one's ever made it to the center of this maze. <laughs> That's incredible to me. No one, no one has ever successfully had a good time on this attraction at the theme park. Did they just uh, wall off the center? Is it just a the, like no road leads there? You know what would have been dope. You need a grappling hook <clears throat> to get to the center. And what was what was the point of getting to the center? It's just a big robot minotaur. That's where the chalk, like the the Tootsie Roll, is. Batman should have walked into the center of that maze, and it was just a bunch of stuffed Eric Cartman in <laughs> the, in the police uniform. Respect my authority. Yeah, it's like that's what everybody was trying to win when they but were the going. But the biggest into the one, like you got to get six of the giant Cartmans to get the colossal Cartman. There's just a six foot pickle Rick. Big as a house. <laughs> also, um, this is I made a note in my notes for the show to bring up the fact that I felt like it was rude of Batman to not call the Riddler the Riddler. He keeps like calling him by he, Edward. He doesn't say Edward either. This is what made me so uncomfortable is that he kept saying Nigma. I'll find Muckridge if I have to tear this place apart, Nigma. I solved your riddle, Nigma. You're through, Nigma. Yeah. It's like, woof. Batman, you're you are treading on some very thin ice there, my dude. <laughs> my Nigma. <laughs> yeah, I you know what? Don't ever let Batman know your real name, because he's going to, as, as, as precious as his secret identity is, he'll just throw yours around willy-nilly. Professional courtesies aside, if your friend's last name is Nigma, call them Edward. Yeah. Ed, Eddie. <laughs> just make sure that you enunciate so it doesn't sound like you're saying N-word. <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> that's that's that can't be his Christian name. That's a stage name. 
He's like a rapper with an alter ego. Neither one of them are real. I mean, he did the exact same thing that a young Marshall Mathers did. <laughs> He's... <clears throat> Yeah, his real I'll name... I'll just break it up in a weird way. His real name was uh, Jonathan Riddleman. <clears throat> and he, uh, yeah, he, he gave himself the name Edward Nigma for more street cred. And then the Riddler is like his dark alter ego. That does a, that does a, a couple of verses with Dr. Dre. Well, I think it was really successful because didn't he start out as like a like just working at a toy company? That episode, he's clearly playing with a around the same amount of money as as Bruce Wayne is. Yeah, he's got he the, has giant animatronic everything. There's a Griffin, and they aren't like connected to the floor. And can only move in place. Like, these things are... There's a flying hand. That, that Batman... That appears to use the same technology as the bat, as the bat uh, wing. Yeah. It's just... It's making a... <laughs> noise as it's flying around. I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of the, the Joker asking where he gets these wonderful toys. And it doesn't seem like it's a... Batman's a rich kid, and all these criminals are poor kids, you know, wishing they had that. They all seem to have bottomless piggy banks. Yeah. You know, folks, I'm just realizing that uh, a good way to get more listeners for us, uh, and to have some fun on your own, organize listening parties for... uh, we don't have a podcast yet, uh, and everybody gets a little bingo board, and each one of the squares says O.J. Simpson, Batman, <laughs> male characters with giant tits. Yeah, um, the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire. <laughs> you know, all your favorites. There's one that just says... Nathan gets drunk and accuses AJ of racism for no reason. <laughs> that would that that's just the free space. Uh, anyway, do you, do you got any uh a, a new hot fresh podcast fre- idea? Fresh, yeah, popping fresh new podcast. Um, I do. Uh, and this one is I don't know if this title's good or not. It's Scandal Vandals. Ooh, Scandal Vandals. And the the genesis of this one is anytime somebody starts talking about something from recent history or the past like like something I lived through and anything like kind of rings wrong to me, I always end up looking it up on my phone and then I get into fights and it's just like I don't need to be fact checked or like, geez, I'm, you know, it's not important, but it's important to me. I'm, I'm so, so I was thinking that we could have a game where you bring up a scandal. I mean, I was, I was, I, or an epidemic or just like any, anything from the news that was a point in time and not a continuing thing. And then, the other one of us can try to tell the story of what happened with that scandal. 
Mm-hmm. And if you can't refute <clears throat> it without using the internet, then then that's what it was. Uh, I here's here's a twist that I'd like okay. to a little a tweak to this game. Um, what if we did it where <clears throat> you have to vandalize Wikipedia to support your story? Okay. So I, whatever I can you go up with, you can just go on Wikipedia and be like, yeah, actually, they, uh, they did call Will Smith Mr. Diarrhea in high school. <laughs> <laughs> just put it in there. Mr. Diarrhea. When when Will Smith uh, played Little League Baseball, all the kids would say, when you're sliding into first and you feel the funny, and then they just point at Will Smith. Ha ha! Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Mr. Diarrhea. Yeah. Mr. Diarrhea. Flicks a toothpick out of his mouth. He's just proud of the fact that he hasn't produced a solid stool. They call me Mr. Diarrhea. These 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 butt cheeks. Uh, Just deadly serious about it, Mister Diarrhea. Oh, he's wiping shit tears off of him. <clears throat> Mister Diarrhea. <laughs> it's a sexy new thriller. All right, so wait. Let me let me think of a scandal here, um, and I'll I'll give this a go. Um, The Teapot Dome Scandal. <clears throat> okay. Well, in South Dakota, uh-huh. we've got these hills. They're the Teapot Dome Hills. Uh-huh. And within them is a sweet, sweet, bubbling a crude. But Warren G. Harding, see, he knows about it. And he's the president. Okay. And he was made president by being in a smoke-filled room full of fat cats and cronies. True, true. And they were like, all right, see, Warren G., we're going to put you in the White House. And that means that you can give us all those oils in the teapots. <laughs> and he's like, I will have a, a, a wonderful tea service. Wink, wink. And, and so he was elected president. And... All the fat cats got the the tea oil, and they all talked like that because that was, um, it just worked better for AM radio. Yeah, this is before Phil Spector. They developed were all the big radio fans. They were like, "We're we're all big radio heads over here. That's why we talk like this." That's yeah, because that was just to to be clear and crisp over those early radios. Before before Phil Spector developed the thing where if you see like old uh, radio addresses from Kennedy, that he would just have like thirty people all saying the speech at the same time <laughs> as him, creating the wall the wall of sound. It's kind of like uh, to a lesser extent in the uh, early to mid seventies uh, CB radio culture. Everybody wanted to sound like a trucker. It's, and they did. You know, it's it's uh, life influences art, influences life, influences magic. Yeah, and back then uh, they 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 were pulling uh, rabbits out of trucker hats, which is a lot more difficult because there's there's like a netting that you can kind of see through. 
How much cooler would Smokey and the Bandit have been if he just did a magic trick where a whole truckload of Coors appeared in Atlanta, <laughs> <Yeah>. Georgia? <laughs> just that lifts up a big curtain, and then when it drops down, truckload of Coors. <laughs> he could have made any. Like... The sheriff throws his hat in the dust and stomps <laughs> on it. Some bitch. How did he do it? <laughs> As long as I live, I'll never understand that. Now I really just want to see a, a, a magic Smokey and the Bandit. I guess that's what the, now you see me, that pretty much was just magic Smokey yeah. and the Bandit. But it didn't have Burt Reynolds in there. Did not and that's have, important. it was glaringly omitted. There was, I mean, there's a few movies I watch and I'm like, yeah, but where's Burt Reynolds? Number one with a bullet. Is now you see me after that. Catch me if you can. Imagine how much cooler it would have been <laughs> if uh he was just tearing ass in an old firebird. Are are you are you putting uh Bert in the Leo role on that one or the the I kinda see it as Leo He could have been the walking in, too. Instead of instead of Leo getting on planes, it's just Leo jumping into an old firebird with Bert Reynolds. <laughs> He's 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 the Doc Brown in this this scenario. Tom Hanks every time he like runs out of the tarmac, Burt Reynolds is out there just revving his engine. He he waves goodbye to him. Yeah. He's just got two stewardesses in the back of the in the back of the old Trans Am for no reason. Well, I mean not for no reason, you know. Uh, another another movie that I think uh, would uh, benefit from the addition of Burt Reynolds is um, Love Actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's one you could have just snuck him in there, you know? It's it, he, He'd be the only dry eye at the end of the movie. <laughs> he'd just be like, what's the big deal? I bought some goods and put, wrapped them up in a box for you. Here you go. Another movie, uh, another another missed opportunity uh, for uh, Burt Reynolds. Eight Mile. <laughs> I I think he once again like he's he's a, a natural helper character. Like I, I, I picture him in the Mackay Pfeiffer role on that one. I was just picturing Burt Reynolds, <clears throat> just there. He just leans into the frame and says, "Mom, spaghetti." Whenever <laughs> that line comes up, is he gonna gonna have some red sauce in his mustache? God. He's in his costume <laughs> from Smokey and the Bandit, and he just has uh, he has spaghetti, and he goes, he looks up, oh, "Mom, spaghetti," and then just goes back to eating. He's in the background just eating, <clears throat> and he just delivers the line, Mom, spaghetti. Hmm. I'd, I'd like to put him in the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the bandit. It, it, yeah, and the bandit, yeah. What an He's bound to Somebody do a mashup of uh, 
of that Good, the Bad, and the Ugly song and Eastbound and Down by uh, Jerry Reed. When people are Jerry's, is that short for Jerome? It could be Are there that for, many Jeromes running around? It could be short for Gerald. Yeah. That's a J Jerry. G Jerry. But it also could just be ugh. It also could just be Jerry. You know? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, call me Jer. How how there are Johns and Jonathans. But the John is the original. Yeah. The Athun is superfluous. Well, there's the J-O-Ns and then the J-O-H-Ns. Yeah. And then there's... It's all ridiculous. It's all one name. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Oh, I I never gave you a scandal to do. Mm. Okay. Lindbergh Baby. Lindbergh Baby. So they... (sighs) So the mayor... Right, he wants to. He's trying to come up with something that they can, uh, that they can uh, put make a plaque and put in the town hall, right? And he's like, "What if we, you know, we got a, <clears throat> we got all these dairy farms around here? What if we made the world's biggest baby out of Limburg cheese?" So they start. They start. Uh, you know, everybody's bringing their their Limburger. To the to the town square, and the mayor's like, "Oh, a little over here. Yes, that's right. Give him a nice round belly." And uh, the whole town's feeling like this sense of uh, unity that they haven't felt uh, since the, uh, since lynching was outlawed. Uh, they're all coming together around a single cause and doing their part. And this baby is getting put together, and then somebody's like. A little, a little boy, a little child, innocent little child. He looks up and he goes, this is Gorgonzola. <laughs> and the mayor's like, no, it's not. But then everyone, everyone saw how foolish the mayor was from the mouths of babes. <laughs> they know true. their, they know their, their cheese stinks. No, yeah, this was, this was a, oh, Stinkier boy cheese. to be a little kid again and have my senses that sharp. I, I, I could pick, you know, if, if, if there was a cheese smelling bee, I, I would have aced it. When I was a kid, I, uh, I, I was pretty much a truffle pig. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, don't mean to interrupt. <clears throat> I was gonna say, when I was a little kid, uh, I wasn't that good at smelling. And I honestly doubt your skills as well. Well, I, I, you, you can ask my parents. Like, I hated onions, and I was like, "You put onions in this? I know you did it. I know you did it." Ah, uh, let me root around in that pot with a spoon. Yeah, I was never, I was never uh, capable of any kind of cool sniffing or anything like that. But I did have this fantasy. Of, I thought that I would be a really cool guy um, if I could hear an airplane and identify from the sound what type of airplane it was. You see that a lot in movies, you know, like where it'll be like a guy and he's like, huh. 
like he can it, like a spy or something. He just knows the sound of different airplanes, you know. Yeah, I I, I mostly knew rednecks who thought they could identify car sounds, but you know that's just uh, leg up, you know. Yeah, you got to start in the minors before you get to the majors. Got to start on on ground. Yeah, there's like a before you advance to the the skies. Yeah, I mean, like there's there's a there's definitely this trope exists in the Metal Gear Solid Two <laughs> opening mission, where uh, Snake is like, oh, oh, and he like says the name of a Russian helicopter. He just hears it. But I thought it would be cool if I would. I thought that people would think I was cool if I could do that, and so I would just. At recess, anytime a plane would fly over, I would be like, "Sup with the camel." <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. There's no because way because a beagle is piloting it. <laughs> just naming. It's just a doghouse. He's just laying uh, on top. Oh uh, yeah, no, I know that one. That's a Messerschmitt. <laughs> just naming World War One. Oh, Red Baron. <laughs> we never got you. Will you ever stop rubbing it in? Uh, I can remember doing this to my friend Nicholas. Just being like, yeah, Yeah, that's a B-52 bomber. They were all commercial planes, small commercial planes flying (laughs) into the small airport next to my school. You never accidentally, uh, uh, because I I probably know as many Star Wars uh, (laughs) uh, space planes as I do real life airplanes. You're never like... That's 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 an X-wing, right there. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those big Corellians. It's a B-wing. Yeah, it's not even a plane. That's a pod racer. <laughs> Hang on, you see that? That's not the moon. <laughs> you know what? They've never yeah, done in on, Star let, Wars. Let just shade my eyes here for a second. Yeah, that's Admiral Akbar at the helm of that. You know what I I want the next uh, weird Star Wars uh, spinoff thing to be? A nature show. Ooh. Ooh. Just Disney <sighs> owns both Star Wars and National Geographic. Just make a big bastardization of National Geographic. Ooh. Oh, just like a planet Earth, but it's not Earth. It's like planet... Tatooine. Naboo. Yeah. Fuck, I'd watch that. Most mostly, I just thought about how nobody's—I've—I've I've never seen anybody fish in a Star Wars thing. <laughs> and you know, like there's got to like we've seen some crazy fish in Star Wars movies, but nobody's ever using like crazy weird bait to catch them and sitting around for four or five hours. Yeah, they've got like a three-headed worm on the end of a hook, and they're yeah. just they've—it's on a laser pole, and they. Just on the end of a lightsaber. Like, you know, sometimes you just want to go fishing with a space monk and like a a weird fluttering wasp hose nose monster and uh, what 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 have you. Uh, maybe a member of a cool jazz band that you're just a big fan of. <laughs> Liz, I mean, it's very generous of you, but uh, there's nothing waspy about uh, Watto the hose nose alien. <laughs> He is. I mean, my my distaste for him deeply, is deeply <laughs> deeply Semitic. Oh, I meant wasp as in the insect. 
I know. You know, like uh, because he builds his house in the like a in a a, a mud. He makes it out of mud. Yeah, <laughs> he lives in a mud house. That's what I meant. And then the big... to get him to go away, you get that can of foam that sprays forty feet, so you don't have to get close to him. I was gonna say you just go, you go to the Moss Eisley Cantina, <laughs> and you get that guy in the Wolfman costume to come blow it down. <laughs> Remember that? They they totally cut that guy out. He's been edited out of Star Wars history. But in the original, original Star Wars, there was just a wolf man. They, they took some chances. They're like, we're not going to try to make everything look like it's cut from there the same like, series. We're going to see what works and what doesn't. There's a like guy with a butt for a face. And then there's like a, <laughs> there's like a mouse... There's two like little boo, 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 like space aliens in in astronaut costumes, and they're like, oh yeah, also the devil is here. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a guy with tusks. There's like a guy with one eye higher than the other. There's like a there's like some sort of a sea monster. And then they're like, and some oh, yeah. of them took off, and I can't remember their species name, but a uh, tentacle hair showed up there for the first yeah. time, right? Yeah, yeah. There and there's was... a tentacle hair on the Jedi Council. Yeah. And then, the, and then there's just, like, the wolf man. There's yeah. also a guy who, like, there's, like, a hand just goes, and points and goes. He's like that weird dog giving the guy the blowjob in The Shining. Mm. Like, you're, you're just, that's supposed to immediately exit your brain. Guy with the little piggy nose who's taking a tooth oh. off of a vape. He's really a violent guy, right? He's... He's a big bad boy. I don't know. Is that in the extended universe? Uh, maybe I'm thinking about a different guy. I'm thinking about the guy who looks like uh, he looks like what's the what's the Jews from uh, Deep Space Nine? You know, there's the Cardassians. They're like the the, the Palestinians. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like the Joy Behars or something like that is the. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, but it's something like that. Do you remember? Like I'm trying to remember what uh, what character represents that race in Deep Space Nine. It's the it's the lady with the short hair, and she has the red uniform. What's her name? <sighs> And then she's like, they have like a, they have like their like, uh, like high priest always coming around. I can't think of what that's called either. I'm drawing such a blank on Star yeah. Trek right now. I, that's, I, I've watched so much Deep Space Nine, but I haven't watched any of it in, right around the time Net, Netflix first started streaming. That was one of my first. I mean, one of my problems I'm is that I'm almost ten years out now. I fall asleep watching to it. I fall asleep. Oh, you to gotta! It. It's like, such a it's such a relaxing watch. It is, and so I'm not very clear on. I I keep wanting to think that the um that that race from Star Trek that their high priest is called the Grand Nagus, but that's the that's the Ferengi guys. That's their those are always like, uh, I mean, you, you could make the Wolf of Wall Street 
it with all Ferengis, and you'd be like, yeah, same thing. Same thing. It's just like it's, the Wolf of Wall Street is a Ferengi, a very extended Ferengi episode of Deep Space Nine. Somebody just do a deep fake where it's just Quark instead of Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, here's my idea for a podcast. Oh, it, I'm sorry. Bajoran. Bajoran. Is what we were looking for. What did I say? Joy Behar? Yeah. Well, it's kind of a an acronym uh, or a anagram of what, I, what Bajoran, Joy Behar. That's that's my excuse. Yeah, it's fine. All right, here's here's my first idea for a podcast. It's called Men Splaining. And this would be where um we just take turns trying to explain things to each other that uh men don't normally uh that you wouldn't have any interest in that I that I have for some reason uh seen. Okay. So, like, there's this show on Netflix called Love is Blind, and I can explain that to you. It's a reality show. Okay, I haven't watched that. They call it, they say it's an experiment. Yeah. And what it is, is they, uh, they put the, they put these people in a, in an apartment where they have to go into a room and talk to, uh, a member of the opposite sex. And then, uh. They can't see them at all, but they're expected to get engaged and be wed uh, by the uh, what I thought was the end of the show. But then they're like, oh, yeah, now uh, the, the show just follows you because you got married in this dumb way. So the side on, you know, side unseen, but also they just randomly match people up no they get to it's talk one to one they or... get to talk to different people okay there's a boy's house and a girl's house but they just talk through like a, a kind of like a, a like a confessional like a priest would have but this is all uh on the up and up and no touching allowed until uh after you're done with confession well there's like a does a beautiful personality shine through that everybody's like, no, I want 32. You can't have 32. I want 32. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Here's, here's some uh, stray observations. There's one guy in the boy's house who, um, you're like, why is this guy on the show? Is he like supposed to be, is he like a, one of the producers or something? And then you just realize like, Oh, th- this guy, just none of the women wanted to talk to him. <laughs> So all he does is walk around the house talking to the other dudes about how they're talking to women. It's pretty incredible. Like, he's just like this appendix, this vestigial organ. (laughs) Is he he aware of it? I mean, I guess he must be now that the show has come out on Netflix. But in the moment, in that sweet, sweet moment. I don't know. I I mean, I... It's going to happen for me. I mean, this is forever, right? I'm, we're all going to live here together, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like Logan's run, getting, you, you get married when you turn 30 and then nobody ever hears from you again. There's one of the ladies who has multiple suitors, 
but she is significantly older than the dudes and uh I how do I are they they setting this up like so that there there are like some like joyous things and then some that are going to crush you a little bit oh yes definitely okay. this this is definitely one uh just i mean in the first episode or I guess it was the second episode because I missed the first one. So I don't know if that one guy ever talks to any women or if they all just shut him down right away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this lady who is older than older than the rest, uh, <clears throat> even when they're just showing like the, the like very like early conversations, I immediately picked up on the fact that the body language of every dude that talks to her it like ends up by the end of their conversation, like kind of curled up on the couch, like he's exhausted. <laughs> <sighs> and the guy that she ends up with is, uh, he looks like a, <clears throat> he looks like, like a Kirkland signature Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Then, uh, she's like, "Oh, he's my second choice." Like he, he's like, "Baby, I love you. Let's get married." And she's like, "I really just don't think that what you know that you're too young for me." And blah blah blah. And then this other dude that she was into was like, "Yeah, I asked one of the other women to marry me." And then she goes back to this first guy, and she's like. Let's do it. Let's do this. I think we can make it work. And then she proceeds to just never have sex with him after they're living together. Oh, like... <laughs> I was picturing this as somehow like a... That's the wild thing is that you think like the show ends after they like decide who they're going to marry. No. They just bring like new... New meat for the case. It's you, you ever you remember that movie, The Place Between the Pines? It was like uh, where uh, uh, Ryan Gosling is like robbing banks on a dirt bike. No, I never watched that movie. I was thinking about Twin Pines. I think I was like, how are you gonna get there? <laughs> the The Place Between the Pines. It's a it's a movie where it comes to a logical end where you're like, oh, that's the end of the movie. And then it's like, psych, that's the middle of the movie. And then it like jumps forward in time. Same thing with this. It's like, oh, yeah, these people are in this weird social experiment. And then they're like, no, you get to see it play out. Then they like, they, they have to live in an apartment. They all like move in together. And then it's just, I mean... Dude, shit hits the fan. It's incredible. They're... Because they're mostly... Here's the thing, is that there's like... It's mostly dumb people, but they're not dumb enough. Because that's... The best couple is the dumbest couple, and they're just like, this is great. They're just two dumb people, and they have a great time together. You're like, I love this dumb couple. I want to hang out with them. The other ones are like, honestly, I, I feel like maybe I shouldn't have married someone that I ugh. met in a shallow, <laughs> just 
<sighs> no more tower. No, no tower to you. More power to you. If you meet somebody on a reality show, good for you. Make it work. Have fun with it. Realize that there is no perfect person. But, oh, Lord. Some of these people should not be on dating shows. They're not ready for prime time. Mm. Anyway, that's uh, mansplaining. I, I will do that again. Okay. That's a good example. Like, I I, I just want to keep talking about doing weird social experiments as entertainment. All right. Do you you have another idea? I'm I'm trying to come up with a new one instead of what I got that that fits that mold a little bit more. But, yeah, I got one. It is... Kaizen. Kaizen for podcast. Kaizen for podcast. And and this would be uh do you know what Kaizen is? No. Within a corporate it's a it's a Japanese term within a corporate setting uh the 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 lower levels of a company inform the upper levels, the upper levels inform the lower levels and it's generally uh a practice that you that that you would implement where everyone comes in as equals and problems that are happening are proffered and in good faith suggestions for solutions are offered and everyone does their damnedest to uh, accept them graciously and, and sometimes good things come out of it. Other times we take Piggy's glasses and we crush him with a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Like I, I've, uh, I've, in in theory, it's a very good thing, but it's also in a lot of times in practice, it's it's pieces of shit forcing you to do what they want them. To, you know, like I'm going to be as you know phony as baloney, and 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 you have to respect. The things I'm telling you, but, um, but I, I was thinking, uh, we still don't have a podcast yet. Let's just do a podcast that we, uh, well, there, there are two ways we could do this that I know of. And one, the insular way is, uh, we do a podcast and then we take breaks and you give me notes on, on microphone and I give you notes on microphone. Okay. Because that's that's the whole of our company. But I was thinking, like, normally this is for a big company. So I was thinking maybe we could do a live Twitch stream and take all of the advice that anybody offers us Okay. over the course of, of, of the podcast. Yes. Yeah, we could, do, we could do a live stream and then... Uh... Yeah, just yeah. so so it's kind of like cam girls who who won't take it off. Also, I, I guess is what it ends up being. But uh, I also I will be sitting on a Sibian machine. <laughs> also, please please tip us. Please, th- <laughs> thank you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so glad that you've given us all this constructive Why is it that that sound, that fucking sound, is so much more intrusive than seeing a penis in pornography? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'd rather see eight penises at once than hear that little... Because even when you were a child, "Ah." in your mind, I am a man... You heard so many other child children going boy yelling at you, and you're like, "You'll never get it. You'll never get it." And I'm doing that sound. He's gonna <laughs> grow up to be a tool man. I know it. Wait, are you saying that when kids go boy yelling, that they're trying to they're trying to imitate the sound of someone paying tokens to a cam girl? No, they're they're that. That is the sound of an erection happening, which <laughs> is is just the sound of a spring. The the sound of someone getting an erection. There isn't a sound. Thankfully, what's the sound of one hand jacking? <laughs> I I I don't I, that's I don't know the sound of two hands jacking. <laughs> I can barely get one hand on this thing. <laughs> All right, here's my next here's my next podcast idea. Uh, this one's called "There There Is No I in Tram." <laughs> That's a true statement. I mean, it's as true as the thing about team. I just misread a sign that said uh, <laughs> "There's No I in Team," and I thought it said "There's No I in Tram," and I was like, huh, "I guess." <laughs> Fair enough. And now I'm thought, aware of the tram service about town. I I thought that that could be an interesting idea for a podcast. I don't really know. I guess we could ask, like miss, just like big misreadings. Yeah, or or yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's it's where we just change one letter in a in an idiom, and then explore. The, the world that it creates? What that would mean, yeah. That new... This would be a very tram-centric world. Tram maybe, world. Maybe maybe we... Uh, maybe it's... Uh, a people-powered... Uh, transportation system. And kind of like the, the galleys of yore. You've, you've got a big guy in the front hitting a drum. Don't. Don't, don't, and on that, like you, you hit your little swan, swan Everybody. boat paddles, and then the tram continues, continues on. Yeah, there's, there's no I in tram. We, we, we all have to row together to get to the next stop. Yeah, and we'll get some new people in here, but I mean, nobody's just gonna take their pants off and urinate and say a bunch of crazy stuff. We're, we're all gonna row. Okay, so. Here's what I, I'm just going to, let's just toss this to the Podtron, just the idea of the No Eye and Tram podcast. Yeah. let's see what he says. All right, so I'm just, uh, oh, 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 I unplugged him. We got to move this cord out of the way. All right. I'm just uh, entering... There's no I in tram. Now here's what uh 
Here's what he says about there is no I and Tram podcast. While Tram customers are waiting for Wi-Fi to start working on Thursday, it's time to start rolling out the kind of deep discounts that have been so long required of Netflix and Amazon. It's a really great way to differentiate yourself and your offering, says Chris Bilal, TPC's Director of Network Sales and Operations. The company offers free or very cheap data plans to anyone with a transit pass. Each plan is slightly different, including things like free 30 gigabytes of data, $4.99 per month, or a $9.99 monthly option that offers unlimited talk, text, and data. Get ready for a new price war on a lot of the high-speed internet plans coming soon. I'll be honest, 30 gigabytes of data for $5 a month? Yeah. Looks like I'm moving my whole rig to the tram. Yeah. Get on the tram. Uh, folks, if you are in the telecom business, do not let the Podtron set the rates for your plans. They are buck wild. 30 gigabytes, four ninety nine per month. On the trade, no less. What do we have to do to get the Podtron a social security number? This is my guy. Like I, I I'll rep him. Like I, I, I think he's very electable. I think we gotta. <laughs> you just want to have a beer with him. Yeah, I just I I want to put him on my shoulders like a darling small child and carry him all the way to the top of the mountain. I think what you're going to have to do is talk a lady into putting the Podtron inside her vagina and then showing up at a hospital and pushing oh. it out. And then... Maybe I'll go on, on that... Then uh. <laughs> you're just holding this giant reel-to-reel tape computer covered in goo. Ah, here it is. Is it afterbirth if, if I code it in there? <laughs> you're like... It's pre-afterbirth. You spent an hour just cramming wallpaper paste and jam (laughs) up inside that vagina. Smells like raspberries. (laughs) What are you saying about my wife, sir? (laughs) There is no I in tram. That was my idea. You, you You got another one of these? I think I did, too. You're right. You did, too. I did, too. I'm sorry. I, I got one more, but it's bad. I I think let's just have it because I forgot to make the post to tell people to. All right. It's called Jamboreen. Jamboreen. And it's it's a jam session for tambourine players. Okay. So it 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 probably end up being like a like a little beat poetry shindig where we both got our little tambourines out and and we just use percussion to accentuate the things that we say and let me let me and come maybe at- make 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 a song out of it hopefully but <laughs> i mean there's there's gonna be no no strings or uh yeah keys in this scenario it's a jamboreen let me uh, let me come at this from a completely other angle. Um, so you got Logan, right? Weapon X. Oh yeah, 
He's been around since the Civil War. And you imagine, it back in those days, before the invention of the wireless, people had to make their own music. You learn, you learn to play the Learn to play the banjo and the fiddle. All of those instruments. The jug, the wash tub. I know those two. Yeah. So then you're immortal, right? You're not going to spend all that time fighting Sabretooth and Magneto, Colossus. You got to wait around for them, huh? You're going to have a lot of free time on your hands. Maybe you spend some of that time just following the Grateful Dead around. <laughs> Jamboreen. <laughs> He's out in the parking lot. Hey, bub, you want to buy some shrooms? And he's just really cool unless uh, somebody randomly meets Jean Grey and then snick. has like a bad word to say about her. Snick, snick, snickets. Need snickets over here. That all right. This isn't even a joke. This is just a question. Did Snicked become the uh sound effect for his uh his claws coming out? Like does that have any connection to uh the Lewis Carroll poem? Uh What? Fuck. Uh so the Jabberwock? The Jabberwock. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm trying to remember the 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 noise that the Vorpal uh, blade made. Oh. Is it snicked? Snicking? All I remember is, And hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. Oh, frabjous day, kaloo kalay, he chortled in his joy. Which is more than enough to explain my virginity. <laughs> I'm looking for it and I'm having trouble here. I'm just going to say I'm right on that one. <laughs> you know. That two Pinocchios. <laughs> Fair enough. You know. All right. Let's fire up the Podtron again here and get his input on uh, some ideas for podcasts now. This is Snicker what... snack is what it is. Snicker snack. Snicker snack. This is what the podcast was built for. To take the ideas uh, of the popular podcasts that exist and synthesize all new podcast ideas from the already existing ones. Ooh, here we go. How about this? The time already. Boy, I asked for the time. <laughs> this is just a podcast called The Time Already. When... When I ask for the time, I expect Morris Day and his compatriots to come out on stage immediately. Just jungle up right away. Maybe that's what it is. It's just a podcast where uh, we just keep reviewing Morris Day and the time, but taking a little time out to tell you what time it currently is. Yeah. And this would be a podcast that you would have to start at a certain time of the day. We, we, we have to uh, synchronize our watches before this podcast starts, which is why you have to download two podcasts to listen 
The first podcast is just us giving you the instructions to synchronize the watches. That's right. That's just the the synchronicity watchcast. Yeah, that's like uh, that's that's like when you uh, search for a movie online, and then you find where it's uploaded to YouTube. But then when you click on the YouTube link, it's not. It's just a. It's not the movie. It's just. Some sort of weird still video, <laughs> but then it says, "Look in the look in the link in the profile," and then there's like a weird like dot ru website address where you can click on it, and if you're willing to accidentally download some weird uh, Cyrillic fonts that have viruses in them, then you can watch Paddington Two on your laptop. It's worth it with hard coded Korean subtitles. Yeah. Nobody wants to pay three ninety nine for that. Time already. Yeah, uh, I've I've got one. It's called uh, the Flority Betrayal. Ooh, the Flority Betrayal. I think I actually had that one highlighted this week too. And I I don't know. Like I I don't know if I want to go hard Jane Austen on this or or if it's more of a a Margaret Mitchell affair, but it, this is definitely going to be a literary uh, sort of podcast where we tell how someone's been done wrong. The Florida betrayal. Whether they're magnolias or roses. Oh, oh, it's so hot here in in Florida. Goodness gracious, I'm glad I got 15 people to fan me. Oh, my, my oh butt my. stinks. Down here in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Way down where the country makes a like a oh. penis shape. Oh, oh, it's hotter than a gator's balls out here in Florida. We're dripping, dripping wet. Did I ever tell you about the Florida betrayal? Oh, hello, I didn't see you there. L- land sakes, no. Oh. You've been betrayed as well. Oh, well, this is a classic tale of Florida betrayal. Maybe we can, we can trade betrayals and re-betray on each other's behalves in a crisscross method. In a sort of a, a ipsy doopsy cattywampus. Uh, you know where where you put your pants on, where the butts over your crotch and the crotches over your butthole. And you wear your shirt inside out and you jump around, jump around. This reminds me of the time I missed the bus. (laughs) Speak on that, brother. (laughs) I know that pain. All right. That's what that the Florida betrayal. <laughs> That's what the Florida betrayal is. Uh, this one is called uh, Con A. Registerson. That's a that's a that's a tough one to do. Con A. Registerson. Registersons are by the book. They they are bureaucrats in the blood, down to the bone. You can't con a register, son. They just, they just go straight to their catalog and go, no. Uh, no, I'm looking at this. No, there's no button on the register for this. 
and you got to say like you got a fucking sign on your window that says this sandwich is two for three dollars i'm not giving you seven dollars for two of these sandwiches listen the display said 99 cents i want this electric toothbrush that everyone touched ma'am ma'am <laughs> you just gotta ma'am them down sir sir <laughs> sir sir Pull out your little pocket constitution. <laughs> Start waving it in the air. I will read you from my highlighted portions. It's, the, it's my little pocket U.S. Constitution with the words of Christ in red. <laughs> Con A. Registerson. That is... I, I, I really love that from 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 a publisher standpoint but that should happen more often can we get more books where where we have color-coded dialogue just have the uh just make it pop off the page for me like bring the magic back all the magic from books is it's leaving the books all the books are husks i've been burning them for heat they're worthless I'm trying to think of what the next gimmick could be. For books? Yeah. Can we make them wearable? Could we just do, what about this? Like a ebook edition of Harry Potter where J.K. Rowling is allowed to just keep changing things. It's, it's just a Google Doc. It's <laughs> You're like reading through. Like, oh my God! Now the, now the 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 Death Eaters are here. And and and, 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 then, I, and I, I, she got burnt out. She got burnt out, and that's fine. Let's give her Google Docs of any other people's books she likes, and let her edit those as well. You're like you're like reading the book, and then Snape killed Dumbledore, and then you see you know when you're in a shared dock and you see the little other colored like cursor pop up and it yeah. says jk <laughs> it's like ron weasley's favorite restaurant is blimpy and you're like oh, oh interesting <laughs> i think ron would like a big sandwich yeah yeah he seems like a blimpy guy yeah yeah you, you, you want to like get in there now and edit back like is Hermione like would, would, would they would they kill my cursor or could 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 JK get into everybody's version like it's a shared document but it's only between her and you and like if she shows up and sees what you have done to the place she's gonna raise hell wait till our father our collective father in heaven. in heaven hears about this. He's going to tan your little behind. You put Harry Potter and Slytherin. You can't do that. You, you little shit. And I don't say that. And I don't say that often. And I really mean it right now. You put Harry Potter in snakeskin pants. That would be cool. He's down at the local watering hole shooting pool with all the floozies. What, what did you do? Harry Potter's on a motorcycle. <laughs> the saxophone guy. He's wearing the one. Lost Boys. He's wearing one glove. 
He's got a magic switchblade now. <laughs> ah, I should have never let S.E. Hinton buy a copy of my book. <laughs> Whew. That's con a register. watching a movie. I had Daniel Radcliffe on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is, um... I think that's 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 enough of this bullshit. Yeah. We got the Florida betrayal, Con A Registerson. Um The Time Already, Jamboreen, There's No I in Tram, Kaizen for Podcast, Men Splaining, and Scandal Vandals. Those are our options. I, I I like my my own on the Kaizen one, but that that requires a little more technicality. I mean, we could. I think that could be fun, but I almost want to be like, but not right now. <laughs> we could do we could do the men's planing, but also just set up a camera, do it a real bare bones style of a of a live stream where we could just. Uh, if anyone has any input, then we can take it into account. But maybe that that could be what makes it interesting is that we keep uh, cutting each other off in the middle of our splains to splain something new. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with the explaining one, regardless of whether we implement the. I think that the the kaizen is is like a it's like an effect that you can apply to a podcast. It's not a podcast in and of itself. So let's throw it in the mix. It, it, it was very much a let's let's look into the void and let the void look back into us and make that a podcast. Let's let's look into that void. Hey, what's that void? And let's explain something to the void. <laughs> it's the thing, you just like it's, it's a big difference between rollerblading and roller skating. Void, <laughs> you know, there's completely different cultures associated with it. You can't. They are they are apples and bananas. Stylistically, they're very different. The brakes are in the front on roller skates; they're in the back on roller blades, and that's going to affect the kind of body language that you have when you're doing either one of these beautiful sports the void yeah okay i'm i'm really into it and 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 uh as long as i can explain things to the void that uh, that's been my whole life thus far i mean that's really what this podcast is is the void is just our audience and we're just <laughs> explaining things they don't care about Sweep it under the rug, baby. Sweep it under the rug. Triangle shirt waist, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, if you want to hear men splaining the Kaizen for podcast podcast, uh, you can, of course, go to patreon.com. There you'll find all of the podcasts that we have tried and failed to make our thing. You can also follow us on Instagram 
at or at W D H A P Y. Same on Twitter. I think it's the same on TikTok. Follow our Facebook group. We don't have a podcast yet. There you can submit ideas for podcasts that we will read on the air. And uh, throw us a review on iTunes. We're still trying to get that homophobic one down off of the front page of our podcast. It's it's moving down. It's moving down. We uh, every little bit helps. And uh, hey, if you think our if you think our show is fun, if it's fun and funny, you think it's a good time, uh, tell your friends. Play it in the car with a with a loved one. Anybody who anybody who posts a video of them making. A significant other listen to our podcast in the vehicle uh, to social media and hashtags us, uh, W-D-H-A-P-Y. T- give us a tag on that. Uh, hey, I'll give you a free subscription to our premium episodes. <laughs> All you got to do is show proof of purchase, forcing someone else to listen. If you get a tattoo of our, our podcast logo on you, if, and prove it, to me that you've shown it to 500 people. I'll I'll get a tattoo of you on me. Listen, if if we if we get 500 Patreon subscribers, I'll get a tattoo of Flat Stanley with big fake titties. Yeah. All right, folks. That's our show. Good night. Bye.